Welcome to another fabulous episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm, I'm your hostess with the mostest, Gaia Morissette. And today's episode is brought to you and sponsored by Tickle.Life. Okay, so um, so we need to talk about, first of all, I can need to touch the floor. There we go. We need to talk about sexiness and attraction and what is it and where does it come from? So I'm going to do a two-parter. So as I talked about before, last month I did shame. I did it in two parts. The first part, so it's full disclosure, will be open to everybody. It's free. It's on My Orgasmic Life. It's on the podcast. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, now, part two is only for my Patreon people. And part two is where we're going to dive deeper into things. So for the price of a coffee, um, you can, you know, not only support the overhead, overall costs of running uh, my orgasmic life, as well as you get bonus content that no one else gets and all sorts of cool things that you get from me. And you get to interact with me in a more interactive way. Okay, so let's get into our topic. <sighs> let's everybody take a deep breath. I'm going to take a drink of my uh, detox juice. Okay, so I want to, before I start into what is sexy, what is attraction, uh, I want to tell a story. So everybody get, get comfy. Um, I'm going to tell a personal story about something that's been going on with me. Uh, so for most of you, a lot of you, my, a lot of my listeners know that I've quit smoking. And I smoked for 33 years. And today is day 67. 67, yes. Day 66, actually. Today is day 66 of being smoke-free. Yay me! <laughs> right? Now, on this adventure of quitting smoking, and thanks for the loves and the thumbs up and all the encouragement um, and all the support around this journey around me quitting smoking. Um, now, one of the, I mean, it's not been fun. Um, I'll be completely honest with it. It's not been fun. Um, and if you've never quit smoking, you probably don't understand. But the, the detoxing process is horrendous. Um, I'm still detoxing. I still smell bad. I'm still getting hives. I'm still itchy. I'm not sleeping well. So I'm a little grumpy. Um, but the biggest byproduct is gaining weight because your metabolism slows down like you're in hibernation mode. It goes into full-on shock mode while you are in detox mode. So what that means is that I am gaining weight. And normally that wouldn't be a big deal. It'd be like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to gain some weight. And then when the detox is done, my metabolism will kickstart my metabolism and, you know, we'll be good to go. Um, but I've had been struggling around maintaining my weight before I quit smoking. Um, I had some thyroid issues going on for me and we still hadn't actually like fully, 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 fully uh, figured that stuff out. So I was eating super, super healthy. Like I eat super healthy. Like everything I eat is organic and free range and, and it's all real whole foods and it's basically fruits, vegetables and meat. That's what I eat. I eat little portions throughout the day. So I eat like 
super clean, super healthy because I have a very sensitive body and I'm incredibly allergic to everything. I also work out six days a week to the max of which my body can work out because I have some uh, trauma in my body from a severe car accident that happened like 20 years ago. So there's only certain amounts of activity and I've pushed my body all the time. So I eat well, I exercise well, and, um, and because my thyroid kind of went all wonky doodle on me, um, I had gained some weight. So now I quit smoking and now I've gained some more weight. Um, and I don't know how long that weight's gonna exist. And I needed to find, and so it's been very traumatic um, because I'm not feeling beautiful. I'm not feeling sexy because society says that in order for you to be beautiful, in order for you to be sexy, you need to be skinny. And um, there's no imagery of beautiful, voluptuous women. Um, when you're watching TV, when you're watching movies, when you're seeing advertising, all this stuff, it's all very tiny, skinny women. So there's no framework for that. So I'm like started this weekend in particular, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm on a journey to self-acceptance and self-love and also trying to figure out, well, what is, what makes me sexy? Is it my hips? Is it my breasts? Is it my eyes? Is it what I look like? Is it more than what I look like? And so this is what I came up to with. First of all, this is, a, you know, this has been a, not a pleasant, uh, the last five days has not been a good time. <laughs> Thank you, Katie. Thank you very much. So as I went down the rabbit hole of like, what is sexy? What is beautiful? You know, where does it come from? And I do a lot of work with self-worth and self-esteem and body image stuff for women. And I know where this comes from. And I know that this comes from our societal um, imageries that we get and, and the beliefs that we're taught. And, and so I had to look at the ugly within me that even though I knew all this stuff, it still was affecting my, uh, my sexiness, my, my belief in my own sexiness. I think that's the, the important piece is that, you know, what makes us sexy is what we feel about us. Not how much the world perceives us, but what we feel about us. And I haven't felt beautiful and sexy in this new smoke-free body who's more round and more squishy and more voluptuous. <laughs> All right. So the first thing I had to look at and had a really honest conversation is that where do I put my value? Like what is the value for me? Like as as a woman, what is my value? And unfortunately. On one hand, fortunately, I've spent my whole life having beauty privilege, which has given me all sorts of um, avenues and opened all sorts of doors and, and given me all sorts of opportunities because I would, am beautiful. I'm saying I am still beautiful, so I'm beautiful. And so it gave me beauty privilege. And that beauty privilege as it opened all of these doors, there was also a price that had to be paid, which was that my value and my self-worth is all tied up with what I physically look like. 
Well, that's a slippery slope because i.e. something goes on with my health or I gained weight or what happens if I was in an accident and my face was disfigured or what happens if the physical beauty of what society says is beautiful dissipates and my whole purpose of existence in my whole value is based on what I physically look like. Being beautiful gives me privilege. Being beautiful gives me confidence. Being beautiful from a societal standpoint um, allows me to be uh, make money. Uh, it allows people to be drawn and attracted to me. It allows um, all of these things. And so I had to really deeply, deeply look at the ugly of that, you know, as we're talking about beauty, but the, the, the ugliness of I am more than what I physically look like. I am more than the body that I'm in. I am more than what society values as beautiful. So I'm doing some deep, deep healing in this, in this realm, um, which I'm really grateful for because this healing then I can turn around and pass on the skills, the knowledge, all the gifts, all the things, all the things that I know that work. How do we move through this? Because I'm not alone. Right? We all, a lot of us are struggling and a lot of us have struggled with our beauty and whether we have it or don't have it, we should have it, we don't want, we want it uh, because we don't feel like we have it. Our bodies shift and change. Now our self-worth is, is devalued because of that. Like there's so much stuff attached to what it means to be beautiful in our society and our culture. So I wanted to share that with the reason why we're doing this, why I'm doing this two-parter is because it's a big topic and I wanted to share with you honestly, and it's really hard, like it's really hard for me to show up and admit that, you know, um, air, arrogant, confident, cocky, <laughs> sex pot me <laughs> is struggling with body image and low self-worth. So I am admitting it out loud. I too go through this process. So I'm with you. All right. Okay. So let's drop into, this is what I've figured out. That let's talk about what is attraction and what is sexy. So sexy. Sexy is your, sexy has nothing to do with your physical body. And so this is what I've been kind of exploring is that when I have been hit on from other people's perspectives, so other people have been most drawn to me and most uh, turned on by me and engaged with me and hit on me. You know, when those moments have been like the most of those times is when I've been not attractive at all, like physically. My hair is gnarly. I have no makeup on. Um, I'm in the forest. I'm in the bush. Um, I'm fishing. I got fish guts all over me. I got worm guts in underneath my fingernails. I'm like, there's no part of me that says from a societal standpoint that I am looking smoking hot. Nothing. And yet those are the moments where I have had more people, more people turned on and more people are attracted to me than when I'm like all fully done up and looking, looking really hot and, you know, having my attitude. I mean, that, that 
that all of those pieces. But so if that was the case, I was like, oh, so then it has nothing to do with my physical body. What is it that they're attracted to? What is it that people are attracted and drawn to us about? Well, it's our charisma. That's what it is. It's our essence. It's our energy. That's what draws people to us. That's what attracts people to us. It's the, that confidence that about life and being like living life fully, living life to its max, living life, you know, balls out for lack of a better way of, or ovaries out. (laughs) It's laughing like you don't care and you don't care what other people think and that you're really just being your authentic version of yourself. But that authentic version of yourself can either draw people to you or reject people. So depending on what state you are in, what emotional state you are in, no matter um, what, what you think about and how you move in the world, you either can be this beacon of attraction or you can be this beacon of repulsion. And so, I've de- so that's what it is. People are find me sexy and people are drawn to me and are attracted to me and want to spend time with me because of my essence, because of my charisma, because I laugh, because I have mischievous eyes, (laughs) because I'm always up to no good, (laughs) because I love being alive, that the smallest thing can bring me the most amount of joy. And because I'm an embodiment of pleasure, this is why people are drawn and attracted to me. It has, no, it has nothing to do with my breast size or my hips or my body or the body that I'm in. It doesn't really matter. People are drawn to me by my charisma. So, yay. <laughs> so it's okay, I get squishy and round. I'll still always be charismatic. <laughs> um, so let's take a moment of like, okay, well, that's that's what draws people. So I did talk about the repulsion piece though. Like, so if I'm not in a good place and if I'm sitting in this place of uh, suffering and misery and negativity and anger and this place of like, woes me um and i'm not making any like choices to change my life or to embrace who i am or to love my life or to love myself or do any course correction about who i am if i don't do any of those things to course correct to be on the path of you know awakening, healing, moving through my shit, owning my shit, doing all of those things, I won't be charismatic. I won't be this, this, this beacon of like, you want to spend time with me. Instead, what I'll do is I will intuitively, you will feel repulsed by me because I am in this place of negativity and suffering 
Now, a part of you might be drawn to that suffering if you're in that place of suffering, because people who are in a place of suffering really don't like to spend time with happy, bubbly, uh, laughy people. It's not, uh, they're, they're very annoyed. <laughs> they kind of want to punch us in the face. <laughs> So you might be draw in, but you'll draw in other people who are in that same space with you. And that's what you'll draw in, which then will reinforce to you that suffering and misery in all of those places is a good place to live in. And there's no, and, and I want to say this not from a place of judgment, okay? So it's really important if you happen to be in that place. I was in that place two days ago. I spent two days really looking at my shit so that I could like and feel my feelings and to cry. I cried like a baby for two fucking days about not loving who I am and not feeling beautiful and not feeling sexy and not feeling, you know, attractive. And what does that mean? And all of that stuff. Like I spent two days and, and I was in that place of suffering and pain. And those are important. It was important that I had those feelings and I experienced those things so that I could come and show up today for you guys in a course corrected space. So when I say we want to be the beacon of attraction and charisma, I don't mean that we only are like happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. But I don't show up and have a podcast for you guys if I'm in that space. I got to work through my shit to get to the, woo, life is good. And I can laugh. It's all good. All right. So I'm not saying that we need to always be in this happy state. But what I am saying is that we need to feel all of our feelings and all of our emotions. But we need to be aware of when we are in that space of attracting people, of the people that we want to attract, which are people who are attracted to our, our light of living life to its max and its fullness. Those are the people we want to attract to us, whether it's as partners, friends, colleagues, lovers. It does, it's like those are the people that we want to attract to who we want in our lives. The people who are drawn to us when we're in suffering and we're in pain and we're in distress and all of those things, that means that there's a cycle there that we don't want. We actually don't want them to be attracted because then we will be surrounded by more of that. So here's the moral of the story. <laughs> Sexiness is about charisma and charisma is what attracts people to you the happier the more joy the more real the more authentic the more raw the more honest uh, that you are the more you will attract people to you the more your misery and suffering um, and staying in a state of, of broken, which I hate to use, but that's what it, what, when we're stuck in that place, that's what it feels like. We feel like we're broken. When we're in that space, we repulse people or we attract other like-minded people that doesn't really serve us to help us get out of that place. 
And our sexual, our sex, our sex appeal has nothing to do with the physical body that we're in. Beauty has nothing to do with the physical body that we're in. It's the light within us that shines through us that attracts the world to us. That's what makes us beautiful. That's what makes us sexy. That's what makes us desirable. So I want you to go on a little adventure. Corey's, we're always going on an adventure. Of course we're going to go on an adventure. So here's the adventure that I'm inviting you on. Actually, I'm inviting you on two adventures. Adventure number one. Come hang out with me for episode number two on Patreon. <laughs> Where I'm going to talk about how do we course correct our emotions so that our charisma is attracting who we want it to attract, as well as how do we um, learn to love ourselves and do love, unconditional love and acceptance of where our body is at today. Not what society says it's supposed to be, not what we wish it was, but what it actually is today. That's what I'm going to do in part two. And in order to get access to part two, you must join my Patreon account. So I'll put those links in the show notes as soon as we're done um, this uh, episode. The second adventure I want to invite you on is for an introspection thought first part. I want you to see what you are, what attracts you to people. Like what attracts you to people? Is it the physical or is it the essence of who they are? Is it their laughter? Is it their attitude on life? Is it how they take up space in the world? Um, what is it about them that you are drawn to? Because it helps when we can see externally what we're drawn to about other people to then allow ourselves and our self-esteem and our self-worth and our self-value to change from what we physically look like to valuing who we are as a person and loving and accepting who we are. The more we love and accept who we are as a human being, the more other we give space for other people to be drawn and attracted to us. And then there's a whole thing about love, which will be next time we talk. <laughs> right? So I want you to start to examine, why are you drawn to that person? Why are you attracted to that person? Why did you pick that person as your friend? Why do you choose to hang out with me? Why do you choose to listen to certain, you know, podcasts or follow certain people that you may not know personally, but why are you drawn to them? What is it about them? And are those traits that you have or are those traits that you want to have? So that's what your two adventures are. One, come listen to part two on Patreon. And two, I want you to figure out why you're drawn and attracted to people and start being aware of that. All right. So thanks. This is a good episode. Thanks for everybody's love and everybody's support, everybody's encouragement. I love you all. Um, and I'm glad to show up for you guys and I'm glad you're showing up for me. 
Um, all right, here are all the other ways that you can play with me and in a professional, non-sexual way. Um, you can hire me to do some coaching for you, to help you work through whatever's going on for you. Uh, you can listen to my podcast, you can, which is called My Orgasmic Life. You can tell a friend and about how awesome my podcast is called My Orgasmic Life, so they will start listening to My Orgasmic Life. <laughs> You can send me a, a message with a testimonial about how, you know, spending time with me has, you know, changed and affected your life. That's, that's really beautiful. It helps me to be like, yay, this is why I do this. Um, but it also helps, you know, to support so that I can use that so other people can be like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I want to, I want to explore that too. Um, so you can visit me at succulentliving.com. You can find me on all the social media platforms under Guy Morissette. For all your BDSM and education needs, you can find me at EmpressGaia.com. And you can follow me on social media under Empress Gaia. And I think that's it. I think those are all the places. And don't forget, supporting the overall costs of running the show helps me and helps you. <laughs> Join my Patreon account. <laughs> Lots of love. Mwah. Till next time. Bye-bye.